Welcome to Prepare, the Mercy Perinatal podcast dedicated to helping parents prepare for the journey of pregnancy, childbirth, and early parenthood. Mercy Perinatal would like to begin by acknowledging the Wurundjeri Woi Wurrung people, traditional custodians of the land on which we meet today, and also the traditional custodians of the lands on which you're listening from today. And we'd like to pay our respects to their elders past, present, and emerging. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples listening today. Hi everyone, welcome back to Prepare. My name's Dr Rangi, I'm an obstetrician. And I am Ali and I'm a midwife. So for this episode, we thought we'd cover common terms that you might hear in your appointments or when people are talking about pregnancy that I think you and I and most people working in the field might take for granted Mm -hmm. as common knowledge, but are really still important for you to understand. So one of the main ones we thought worth clarifying was trimesters. So pregnancy is divided into... Three. I was going to say three mesters. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I suppose that is what trimester means. Yes. Yep. yep. It's divided into three mesters. Three periods of time. Yes. So zero to 12 weeks mm-hmm. gestation is the first trimester. Second trimester, 12 to 24 weeks. Mm-hmm. And the third trimester is 24 to term, which I'll cover those a little bit more later, but basically a first, a second and a third trimester. There is also what we classify as the fourth trimester, which is the first 12 weeks post-birth. Yes. Very important period. Doesn't get as much acknowledgement, I don't think, as the first three trimesters, but very important. Very important. We will cover this in a whole nother episode. Yes. And I think that follows on to gestation. Yeah. We often talk about how many weeks of gestation you are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you pointed it out very good before that to gestate <laughs> is to be pregnant. Yes. So gestational period is the 40 weeks of pregnancy and we divide it into weeks and days. So if you were to say that you were 16 weeks or 16 plus two, it's 16 weeks plus two days yes. of yep. your pregnancy. Then the classification of term, because often we say that when you were term. Yeah. What is term? Term is actually classified from 37 weeks gestation. So once you hit 37 weeks, a baby is formed enough to survive very well outside the uterus and they are ready to be born. Often women have the idea that to be term is to the full 40 weeks of pregnancy, but in obstetrics, we classify term from 37 weeks. Yes, that's true. We'll cover this in another topic as well, but we have a lot of evidence to say that whilst 37 weeks is technically full term, Mm -hmm. where the lungs are thought to be fully developed and the brain and other organs, there's actually still a lot of benefit of remaining pregnant for as much time as you can. Yes. Ideally up until 39 weeks actually. Mm -hmm. Yep. So you're right. Whilst term is technically 37 weeks, a full duration of pregnancy is 40 weeks and beyond that is what we call post-term. Yes. And generally we often like to meet baby before or at 42 weeks if you are post-term. But there, there is a lot of evidence to say that Being pregnant until 39 weeks, if there's no other medical reason to meet baby, is beneficial, which we can cover in another topic. So confusing topics. We talk about this. Antenatal, postnatal, perinatal. Perinatal. (laughs) What do all these things mean? So that's a really great question. Prenatal, when we're talking about prenatal vitamins, prenatal checkups, is the period before you're pregnant. Mm -hmm. Antenatal, we classify as a time from when you find out you're pregnant Mm -hmm. until you have the baby. And then postpartum, as you mentioned, is after you have the baby. 
Now, the fourth trimester is technically the 12 weeks after you have the baby, but in reality, and I'm sure every mother listening will know that postpartum is actually forever. (laughs) (laughs) You're forever in the postnatal period. That's right. And perinatal, actually, you might think, what does that mean, particularly because we're Mercy Perinatal, is actually the prenatal, antenatal and postpartum period. It's sort of everything around pregnancy. Great. What about the uterus, a simple anatomy of pregnancy? Great. You know, a lot of women may not have had a lot of knowledge about their own anatomy or certainly about how a pregnancy might work until they get pregnant themselves. So what is a uterus? The uterus in layman's terms that you probably hear most often is called a womb and that is the organ that grows a baby. Yeah. And I think that we should mention favourite topic that attaches to the uterus is a placenta. That's right. Can you explain a placenta? Yeah. So the placenta is an amazing organ that is formed right at the beginning of pregnancy and basically keeps your baby alive. It's the interface between your blood and everything that's going on in your body and the baby's blood. And so it helps pass nutrients from you to the baby. and Through the umbilical cord. Through the umbilical cord and takes waste from the baby to you. And it feeds the baby and really all the changes that happen in your body during pregnancy so that the placenta can function at its best. Yeah, great. Oh, I have a a really good one. Yes. The cervix. The cervix. Yeah, that's a really important thing to know. Um, The cervix is the bit at the bottom of the uterus which connects the uterus to your vagina. Everybody's cervix has a hole in it. And if you have a vaginal delivery is where the baby will come out of. And that is what will open up usually to around 10 centimetres or what we call full dilatation when you have a vaginal delivery. It's also where the sperm will go up if you have a natural conception so that it can meet the egg to create an embryo Mm -hmm. for the pregnancy. So it's vital in all of reproduction, really. Now, going back to talking about the uterus or the womb that the baby grows in, the baby is also enclosed in an amniotic sac. Yes. What is the purpose of the amniotic sac? So the purpose of the amniotic sac is really to create a cocoon or a protective barrier between the baby and the outside world. Obviously, that sac is within the uterus and... The cervix is closed while you're still pregnant before you're in labour. But the amniotic sac is an extra, really two layers of protection around the baby. In it is amniotic fluid, which is the fluid that you might see when you're doing an ultrasound scan, the fluid that you lose when you break your waters. So breaking your waters is that amniotic sac breaking open. Yes, that's right. And the amniotic fluid is mainly made up of the baby's urine actually, but also some other fluid from the baby's lungs and other organs, but mostly the baby's urine. Wow. Yeah. So we often use the level of amniotic fluid as a bit of a surrogate marker for how well the baby's kidneys are functioning, which is another marker of how well the placenta is functioning. Because if we think about it, you know, if we're dehydrated, we've gone for a long run or, you know, not feeling great, We might not urinate very much because we might be conserving our water. And that's because our bodies are good at conserving that blood supply to our vital organs, which Uh is our heart and our brain. Same thing happens for baby. So if the baby's not getting enough nutrients for whatever reason, it might take away blood supply from their kidneys and redirect it to their heart and lungs, which means that they pee less, therefore the amniotic fluid might be low. So that's why we care about the amniotic fluid level 
when we're looking at how well the baby's going. Great. Uh, what else is there? Vernix? Yeah. So often when a baby's born, people will ask, what is all the white goopy stuff on my baby, which yeah. is Vernix? It's Vernix, yeah. Do you want to explain that? Vernix is this amazing substance that is created in the womb that is basically there to moisturise the baby. Yeah. And it's sort of white and creamy and it provides a natural sort of moisture barrier for the baby. Great. Yeah. And as midwives, we will often say to not bathe your baby for the first 24 hours because that Vernix is actually really good for their skin. Yes. And it actually will just soak in. So it looks a little bit gross to start off with, but it soaks in. And we recommend to not bathe your baby for 24 hours. Let all of the goodness of the Vernix stay on your baby. Yeah, definitely. So thanks, Ali. I think that was a great explanation of some really common terms that I think people wonder about when they're pregnant. And if they have any more, ask us. Yeah. Feel free to ask us in our comments and also on social media and we'll try and answer them. Thank you so much for listening and join us next time. Everyone's pregnancy is unique. The information provided in this podcast is for educational and general purposes only. It is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice. It is important that you always seek the guidance of your doctor or other qualified health professional with any questions you may have regarding your health, your pregnancy or any medical conditions.